You gotta beat the man. And that's the bottom line because Stone Cold said so. With a million. WWPod, Mike, James, we've been around for five years. Happy birthday to us, absolutely. It is Thursday, the 5th of December, 947, 2147, 100 hours if you're that way inclined. Five years, we're not gonna, we're gonna not gonna be trying to be too negative about the current state of wrestling. However, Mike, five years, five times of a top five of absolutely anything. Uh, I guess we're gonna decide live to tape. How are you doing, Mike? I'm absolutely dandy. In fact, if we're doing the birthday, I'm a five time, five time, five time, five time, five time, five time dandy individual. Uh, oh, very good, very good. Although okay. I'm, a horror, I'm a horror thing, I did that six times. Oh dear. Mm. Okay, Mike. Okay. So, t- t- although five times six is thirty, and I'm thirty on my next birthday, so it kind of works. Uh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I see. Okay. Carry on. We've been around for five years. Check. Yes. Now the only caveat in this top five, Mike. Yes. Yeah, right, because I'm saving our 10-year anniversary to do the top 10 of all time. But mm-hmm. the fi- our, our five lists, if they're looking back at wrestling, I think should only be the top five, for example, while this show's been around, as in Ooh, the last I five like years. That. I like that. It yeah, makes it relevant then, doesn't it? It works for me, yes. So basically, and, we're talking... And, and, and also, also, we should have for one random extra category... The top four and a half for the four and a half years that I've been part of it. If you see what I mean, the, yeah, absolutely. We'll have the uh, we'll have the top four and a half moments Mike wants to forget. Ah, oh, I'm fine with that. I'm fine <laughs> with that. That's happened over the years. Yes. Not, said, not, not to have... be yeah, not to be mixed with. I think top five worst wrestlers, which I'd imagine is going to be in there somewhere. But it's possible. We'll see. We're going to have five top five lists, as you mentioned, and one four and a half. And one four and a half just for a four. Are we going to call that one four and a half for a laugh? For ah, oh, you're so good. You you know what? You know what? Marketing companies hire this guy now. <laughs> oh, it would be wonderful, wouldn't it? Absolutely. Top five or five. Top five or five. Uh, okay, Mike. What would you like the first top five list to be? Well, you know what's crossed my mind. Yep. This is going to be a bit of a random one, but because it's started to pick up again, I wouldn't mind doing a top five tag teams of the of the WWE pod era. <laughs> um, I hope you've got a better memory than me. Yeah, I hope so as well. <laughs> okay, top five tag teams. Actually, can you, I, I'm struggling already. <laughs> um, Gemini? No. Uh, right, okay. But, <laughs> was Ryback in Gemini? No, I don't think he was. I don't think he was. Because I saw Ryback on Raw this week and thought, he looks a lot like the Gemini on his own. Big, muscular, bald fella. Big, muscular, bald fella. Fella, fella. Feather? Feather, fella. Feather. As, as in like a thing in... Doing a thing in a pillow, or what do you mean if, if you say father in an Irish accent? Feather! Feather. Feather, if you're an Irish fella chasing a priest, I don't know why you'd be doing this, but you go, Feather, Feather, 
I've lost my keys. I can't do accents, apparently. You've lo- oh, no, you've lost your keys. No, I've, I've, I've found my keys, but I've lost my accents. Where are my keys? Where are my phone? Oh, I remember him. <laughs> I like, you, know what, you know what gets me? That I, I like the fact that you're actually a bit excited, the fact that you remember him as well. I do remember him from Britain's Got Talent. Yes. I remember, Ali- I remember Alicia Dixon singing it back in, 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 in the curious accent that she puts on. In the curious accent that she puts on. Hmm. I wear my keys. I wear my phone. Some people say Alicia Keys was doing Jamaican. I say she was Jafakan. Alicia Keys was doing Jamaican. Sorry, uh, Alicia Dixon. Yes, she, apparently they say she was doing Jamaican, but because it wasn't really Jamaican, I say she was Jafakan. So you get it? And she also enjoys bacon, which also rhymes. Bacon? Not now, thanks. I'm fine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Much, much hilarity. So we're, we're looking at the uh, uh, top five, the, the best tag teams. I mean, uh, um, did we have biscuits and gravy? Was that true? Yeah, that, yeah, that was us. I think, I think we, need, we need to establish five years ago from 2013. 13. So 2008, we, it would have been, yeah. 2000. It's basically when Jericho came back for his second run, wasn't it? Was it then? Yeah, because I think one of my first ever episodes, Mike, was yeah. talking about the Survivor Series and Jericho coming back against Randy Orton. When, he, when they did that code thing? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think that was 2008. I, 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 half of me wants to say 2007, but I don't think... Uh, I know. What you, there's, I, I can see your logic, but if that's the no, six-year anniversary, you fucked it up. No, no, no. It can't be, can it? It can't be. Because that is five years. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Okay. So basically, we're going. We're we're going back to basically the end of two thousand and eight. Yes. Okay. What do you have, James, for your first nomination for a top in the top five tag teams of the WWE Pod area? Pod 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 era. Pod. I don't know. Something. Actually, Where are you go with two thousand seven. Yeah? Six years. We started in 2007. That's apparently, that's when Jericho came back, I think. After a two-year hiatus, WWE promoted Jericho's return starting September 2007. Seven, eight, nine, ten. Hang on. So this is six so, years. So, 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 is, oh, so, <laughs> No, surely not. Surely not. Surely that is that not. can't be right. Surely not surely. that's six years. Wait there, I, I've got. I'm, I can, I'm going to attempt to find some uh, some of the archive shows, which will tell me. I might have someone here as well. But I, I actually that was my old computer. I don't know if I've got them now. But oh, really? It might well be 2007. What's well, so Why did I just go on? Are you are you going onto the iTunes to have a no, look? Because the iTunes only has the last. Um. The last few? Yeah, yeah the, the last 25 episodes. Oh, really? Excuse me, I just did a horrible it birth. It was 2007, Mike, so it's six years. So it's, it's, it's somewhere, ah. somewhere, we're still doing a top five, damn it, because last year we yeah. celebrated four, four years. That hasn't changed. Wait, oh. hang, on, hang, on, so, so, hang on, so are we starting our show on a line, essentially? <laughs> well, well, th- doesn't the government do that as well? Mm. That's a yes. Uh, sometimes. 
Um, cruel to be kind. Oh. Cruel to be kind. None of us are that politically minded, are we? No, but I, I don't. Uh, I'm not doing the top six, especially when it comes to tag teams, Mike. All right, okay, and also, oh god, I, well, I've given us quite a challenge by doing the tag team thing, haven't I? I think, I think, I think you fucked the show up, Mike, before it even started. Before I think I have. Even... Well, so, hang on, hang on. If we're doing, a, so we're going to do six top sixes. That's a lot, Mike. That's a lot. That, that, that's a lot to manage. That's thirty-six things. Uh, plus the four, plus the... Hang on, so have I been on this show five and a half years? Well, I don't know. You started, no, you started in 2009, I think. I've got a feeling. So did you do it for a year and a half before I started? Yeah. Does that sound right in your head? Yeah, that kind of does. I'm only saying that because... When was your first show? I think it was in February. It was definitely in a February. Okay. I've got it. January 2008. It, uh, February. No way out. Who's the daddy? Um, I think it. February 2009. I, I want to say February 2009. Well, I was just a young barber and everything seemed possible. Uh, yes, you were, weren't you? I, 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 I'll, be able, I'll be able to tell you because I know, I know the last show... Um, I, I remember the, la- the, la- the last show. Have I been fired? No, no, no. But I, I, I'm, I remember the last show I did uh, as a solo person before you came before on. Before I joined, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, it would have been February because the last show I did before you came on was all about um, was all about the re- was all about the wrestler. You know the film, the wrestler. I do indeed. Yes. Yeah, and that was Tuesday, the 3rd of February, 2009, that got posted. Ah, so yeah. I, I thought you'd only did it for six months before I started. No, 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 it'd been around, it'd been around a while. I've, I've, I've been living with a lie all this time. I mean, interestingly, here we go, here we yeah. go, Mike, here we go, we're doing this live, live, this is, this is, this is how I know. Um, yes. I, I, I made a feeble attempt at a, at a, at a, at a, at a blogspot type website, which, which I'm sending you the link to now, if you, if you click on it, that's ah. how I know, that's how oh, I know. Oh, yeah, I've got to see this, yeah, let's have a look. No, it's, um, it's just a blogspot, it's just like a blog type website, and that's the last show I posted on it, because obviously, then, um, it was just you and me, and I think then we went to TPS Radio very shortly after that. Okay, fine, that makes sense. It's, right, if I... Interestingly, this still has a ticker with our, with our, with our, some of our last shows, most recent shows at the top, but that's an automatic thing, which I don't know how I did that, but... I don't use Skype apart from chatting to you, so I now don't know how to click on this fucking blogspot thing. Um, you it, you should just click on it and it should work. If it doesn't, does oh it work? god! If you click on uh, it, it should just work. Or you just copy and paste it. Just select it. Bloody, bloody Windows eight. Um, copy and then paste it into the URL. I can't even work out how to copy it. Okay, go into your go into your Internet Explorer and just type in www.podspaceblogspot in the Google search and it'll probably be the first one you come up against. I'll try that. Okay, I'll try that. Can I say that this whole thing about us doing all these uh, um, these top fives and sixes, we're doing very well so far, I must yeah, say. Yeah, we are now come on a quarter of an hour into the show and we've given our, we've given our listeners nothing. We've given them nothing. We've given them good family entertainment. Piss! Until I said piss. Anyway, uh, so it's a WWE pod blog spot. Let's have a look. 
That's how I know. So you came in in, in about February 2009. Hang on, is that all I put in? W Pod blog blog there. I can't say W Pod blog spot. Yes, yes, two words. W Pod one word, blog spot the second word. All right, um, I'll, I'll go to Google. I'll put more luck with. The, I, I tried another search engine at first. I'll try Google now. Um, oh God, I keep burping as well. What's wrong with me? Ah, here we are. Ah, this is familiar. Okay, so, oh yeah, there's the wrestler. That's it. So that was the last one you did before I yeah. I joined in. Marissa Tomei. Marissa Tomei, hot. As some people she is think. hot, yeah. Uh, in there, some people think she's hot. I, I, um, Adar fan. I, I, I think for because she was quite old, but she's well getting on a bit. I think even during the wrestler, and she, and she was quite pretty, wasn't she? I think she's like forty-two or something when she when she did the wrestler. Yeah. Excellent. Hmm. Fair right. Anyway, so Marissa Tomei. So, you've, so really, I've, you've really fucked this up with tag teams. Okay, I, I'm throwing one of the top five out there. Six. Top six bollocks. Um, yeah. uh, in not any necessary order. Jerry show. Yes, they crossed my mind as well. One of the few tag teams of the last six years that I've given a shit about. But hey, yes, Jerry show. I, I, I in that case, I'm also going to go with the quite entertaining rated RKO. Oh. That was a bit silly. Well, that's quite weird. okay. I'm there then, Mike. Then, Mike, I'm going to take your rated RKO and say, Danny, yes. Danny Bryan and Kane. Oh, Team Hell No were wonderful fun, weren't they? <laughs> Especially when they were joined by was it Doctor Shelby? Yes. He 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 was. <laughs> I don't I don't know where they got that guy because usually when they get in an actor, they're shit. They he and he was a bit shit at first. But incredibly funny. Yes, he, he he was very entertaining. You can't take that away from him. Definitely not. Right. I see your your team. Hell no. And I put in. Um. Hmm. Oh, I've got it. Oh no! I guess technically this is a tag team. I, I'm gonna. I have to throw them in there because they're wonderful. If you. The Shield. Ooh, see, is that tag team faction we're talking well, about? Well, if not, we can easily just say Rollins and Reigns. Yeah, because then, then I could take your Shield and say the Nexus. Yes, I I wondered about it, but who in the Nexus? Who? That's true. Uh, that's true. That's that's the problem. That there's more choice within them. Because there's no way we're putting in Heath Slater and Justin Gabriel. <laughs> no, I mean, we've got four. We've got four at the moment. We've got four at the moment. Now, um, uh, uh, let me so think. We got, so well, Mike, Mike, we did have the Hardy Boys. Oh, yeah. They came out for a bit, didn't they? For about a year, almost a year in the end. They ended was up... it that long? I think it was there, there around a bit, because it was such a big deal when they got together again. Yeah, and then they were around, and then they really they did things themselves, and they really only split up again at WrestleMania 25, didn't they? Yes, when they had the bizarre feud against each other, mm-hmm. that did not work. That did not work. No, no, and it, 
It's a, what is funny is it should have been a much better match than it was. It was like it was a bit like that whole card was just cursed with 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 meteor me, mediocrity. Is that yeah? Is that is that how you say it? I forgot. Mediocrity. I think it's uh, medi- me- mediocrity with with a, with with a, with a hint of apathy. I think. But yeah. Is that is that just because you weren't sure how to say mediocrity? Yes. Got it. You, you found me out. The Hardies. I I've rumbled you like. It- uh, what, what, was there not? Wasn't there a series of? Yes, there was. Wasn't there a series of kids' books called the Hardy Boys, who were two detectives? Yes. I remember they they um they parodied them on South Park called the Hard Levies, which I found very amusing indeed. Well, interesting. If, if my bro- if my brother is listening, he will he will be laughing very much right now. But no other fucker will be. Yeah. Well. Well. At least. Hi, that- Dan. I mean, never mind. I, I, I'm, I was going to make a, a, a joke about about the Hardy Boys books being pushed more than the tag team itself, but I couldn't think of anything funny. I failed. Well, let's put it this way: at least you know with a book you're going to get a successful turn of a page. No. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, there you go. There you go, boys and girls. I'm, I'm on fire tonight. You, you are. I'm sure. I'm sure we're missing some tag team as uh, to some uh, some tag team because you had legacy, didn't you, as well? Legacy were very good, actually. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, but don't forget the predecessor to Legacy. Which Cody is... Ro- Cody Rhodes and Hardcore Holly. Way fucking hell! Crikey. And also, we we for no reason at all. Had a few years ago, Charlie Haas and uh, Hardcore Holly for no reason at all. <laughs> yeah, we did. Um, the Miz and Alex Riley were they were they a team or were they just mates? I think I'm did sure. They... Yeah, you're probably right. Well, I think they teamed together a couple of times before they decided that they just randomly decided that they didn't give two shits about Alex Riley anymore. That's true. That's true. He's still with the company. Yes, he is. He does um, commentary. Uh, yes, uh, indeed, commentary on like NXT and superstars and things like that. I gotta say, I am quite a fan of NXT. I do really like NXT. Good. <laughs> so Royal Rumble 2014. Royal Rumble. What's I got? Twenty sixth of Jan. I'm just checking the date. I'm just checking the date. Okay. Right. Oh, I see. I see. Right, we've got, we've now got... That, which I guess is a, for, for the first time ever, uh, uh, it'll be a week apart. I, I was thinking that, actually, yeah. We'll have, we'll have the Rumble, then a week later, you and I will have TNA. What's that? TNA. Oh, yes, yes. Ah, very yes, good. Yes, TNA. That went straight over my head, and I apologise. Uh, oh, good, good old Trish, Albert, and poor Test. Um, anyway... The horrible thing is, if you, are you, are you going to say something yeah. horrible? Are you going to say something horrible now? I'm going to say something horrible about TNA wrestling. Yes. Okay. Wh- wh- what are you going to say? Well, all I was going to say is, I know it's like this is disgusting, but no, in all seriousness, a lot of people, the vast majority of people, if you say to them TNA wrestling, they go, "Weren't they a tag team with two Stratus?" Yes. So, so what you what you're saying is the uh, the the tag team of TNA is more famous than the company. Yeah. That's quite depressing. 
I know, because 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 with Test and Albert, because they had Trish, at least it was not, it was nice to look at. That's true. TNA wrestling now, you just don't look at them. No, you don't, do you? You don't. And and apart from when you and I go and see them in February, but apart from that, yep. Okay, so we don't. I'm not going to put these top six in any order. <laughs> Because I just we've got Jericho, Brian and Kane, Rated RKO, The Shield, The Hardys, and Legacy. They're six. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah. I, I mean, and, anyone and you want to? So, yeah. And anyone out there who's thinking Degeneration X? Fuck off. I'd, fuck off. Yeah, because uh, they weren't really a tag team. They were just a click with people missing. No, they were just a click with people missing that buried the tag team division. They were the tag team division. Oh, well, well, yes, yes, it, yes. And that managed to bury the entire spirit squad. I was about to say, how did we not say the spirit squad? Because, Fuck it out. Because they, they they got very buried. Buried and shipped to OVW, I remember. Uh, yes, that's the one. Which is quite a funny finish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what a burial, though. What a way to end it. Oh, no. Uh, you are, to, to literally say you are so shit, we're sending you back to to the developmentals. It's it seems a bit harsh, but you know, but you know that's just it, it's bad news, Barrett. That's all I can say. Bad news, Barrett. Did you see? Have you seen this week's Raw? I haven't seen. Uh, to be honest, I actually haven't seen all of it. Oh, fair enough. Well, there's I I, I don't want to spoil anything in case you finish it off, but. Wade Barrett has resurfaced and he he stands on a little podium and says bad news. And he has, he's been, he's still called Wade Barrett, but he apparently now has a little segment, I guess you call it called bad news Barrett. Yeah. That's interesting. I know it's uh, it's random, but he's quite good at it. Bad news Barrett. He's ran. It's ran. It's random, but he's quite good at it. Which is a review I once gave you after sex. Thank you very much. Very, very uh, random, but quite good at it. Random, all received. Random, but quite good at it. Yeah, there we go. So we've we've listed we've listed our our top six tag teams. Not really without much interest. I don't think either of us cared too much. Tag team division. What's that? Okay, Mike. What's the next top six? Top six British supermarkets. <laughs> there aren't any left, are there? No. That's it's right. Tesco, it's Tesco, 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 Tesco Extra. And then right, no. moving on. Right, okay. okay. And an Aldi. Top six, top six. Uh, well, surely you need to do one. Uh, James, I pick tag teams. Who do you pick? Um, top. Yes, I'm going to say uh, I'm, I'm going to go with a nice safe one here, but not but, yeah. but not that we we won't, we'll save the best to last. Yeah, um, okay. I I know I got one. Don't my top six storylines. Oh, that's a nice one. Well, one of them that has to be in there is the boogeyman eating Gillian Hall's face. <laughs> boogeyman eating. Okay, okay, I'll put that one in. <laughs> No, don't put that in. <laughs> I've got, I mean, I've got, I've got one straight away. Obviously, close to my heart, Shawn Michaels, Chris Jericho, that whole feud, awesome. 
Oh, that was great. That was so yeah. good. Yeah. Okay. 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 That's number. That's one. As I said, Mike, we're not gonna uh, unless you particularly want to. I won't put these in any order. But when we do wrestlers, okay. maybe we should. But never mind. Yeah. Okay. Um, number two, Mike. Can you think of a number two? Uh, as soon as you said, can I think of a number two? I just thought of TNA again. Uh, well, uh, TNA will be in the list. I guarantee you. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, we're making a list for TNA. Oh, good. Top six things that went wrong. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, a, a storyline. Well, there's one. Oh, yeah, I'm going to go with the Nexus. You like the Nexus? Okay, the Nexus. That was quite good. It I, was. I, the, way, the way they debuted was incredible. I, it, it's a bit like, it was really good. Started with a bang and ended with a fizzy pop rather than a bang. I had a fizzy pot. That's why I'm burping so much, I suspect. I think this is brilliant. This is brilliant radio. This is just, just, it's just two grown men going, but it's hilarious. So again, well, the thing with the Nexus is the original Nexus ended quite well. It was CM Punk's Nexus fucked up completely. Yeah, and it just went downhill from there. So, so we've got the Nexus. I'm putting in brackets original, Mike, original. Um, so, yes. what? okay, top top six storylines. Would you say Rock versus Cena should be in there, the first one? Well, this is. I'm starting to wonder, where do we draw the line between storyline and feud? Well, I mean, I think we should incorporate storyline slash feuds in there, because... I don't know. One tends, one tends to breed the other, I suppose. I guess it does, because then we could have a top six feuds, and they'll be very samey, I'd imagine. Yeah, you're probably right, actually. Yeah. Well, I guess basically like Rock Cena should be in there. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But I I will stress though that the first the storyline for the first time they came together that whole year was good. Yeah, the second that was year great. Yeah. Was a bit of seen that, done that, and the match was a bit rubbish. Along those lines, yes. Okay, so we've got Rock versus Cena. Okay, um, can you think? Okay, I, I, I'm sure we can come up with six. It's going to be. It, yeah. I like to think it's going to be pretty easy. All right, number four. I guess this would be that. I think. Yep. As I said, not in any particular order, but number four. No, no particular order. That is true. Okay, a top storyline. I. Um, I'm gonna, yeah, I get, I don't know if this counts. No, it doesn't. So I think well, what, what were you going to say anyway? What were you going to say? Well, I was going to say the sort, of, the sort of rise of Daniel Bryan. Well, that, we could have another segment. We could have the best, best, best newcomers slash most improved wrestlers over the period. No, we might, yeah, we can we, do that as we well. We can do that next. Right? We can do that next. We can do that next. We'll do that next. Okay, in that case, the storyline I'm going to go with Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is the emergence of the emergence of the shield? Okay, emergence. I, I know. I know. I'm, I, I know. It's the second time I've used them, but came bolt out of nowhere, crushed everyone, and a year later, although not invincible, they're still brilliant. So, in my head, a very effective line. If you want, to, if we, if we're going to use that word, very effective. Very true. Very true. Okay. Um, emergence of the shield. I would. That's, yes. that's for, I. I would like to put in there the whole. Um, if we're looking at storylines and feuds, 
I would yeah. like to put in the Batista versus The Undertaker feud. Oh, yeah. I think that was very memorable. And I still I think it had really, really good matches. I mean, you could, you could make a case for it stealing the show at WrestleMania 23. WrestleMania... Yes! Hang on. Have I got, have I got that right? Yes, yes, it was. Because it was them... And then the billionaires match, and then Cena Michaels, wasn't it? Yeah, and Cena Michaels was very good. That's why I said I said not outright, but you can make a very strong case for Batista Undertaker stealing the show. All right, let's go with that one then, Batista Undertaker, because they had good matches even after that. And I think that was the Undertaker's. It wasn't his last very very memorable feud, but he's had others. Oh no, he has, he's had others against Edge and stuff. But for some reason, I think with Batista, let's be honest, not being the best wrestler in the world ever, yeah. Okay. But those two just seem to have very good chemistry. A bit like, um, oh, was it Randy Orton and Sheamus? Yeah, they are. Big Show Sheamus was it? Big Show. Sorry, Big Show Sheamus. Yeah. Well, well, whereas you yeah. thought, uh, you you thought, well, one guy's beat up, another guy can't wrestle. Not really looking forward to it. And basically, we ended up eating the humble pie after afterwards. Quite rightly as well. Surprisingly mm. great matches. Yeah. So, so uh, what what else? What else intrigued you, intrigued you as in storylines and feuds? Was it Vince McMahon's uh, illegitimate child? Well, ah, oh, oh what about Vince McMahon versus God? Oh my god! <laughs> oh dear, that was just yeah. That was that was ridiculous. And it was slightly, and also as a Catholic, it was kind of awkward to watch. I I bet it was, and and you know, I mean, for for the for the millions of Catholics around the world, and uh, uh, yeah. no doubt watch wrestling. That must have yeah. been quite. That must have been awkward to. Watch. I think for most religions, that was awkward to watch. Of, it, it of was, any faith, yeah. It, it well, yeah, it was weird. It was kind of. I wasn't like thinking this is this is offensive, this is sacrilegious, this is whatever, because I'm not that as Catholic as all that, if you see what I mean. But I was kind of watching going, um, where the fuck are you going to go with this? I know, I know. Let's be honest. Had that been on the BBC, it would have appeared on points of view. Oh, without question. It, it would have been up there with Jerry Springer, the opera, in terms of complaints, if that was on the Beeb. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so, my, so, so, to, an, another top story. I'm gonna go with it's gonna be uh, Shawn Michaels and the Undertaker. Absolutely, I can't believe yet Shawn Michaels and the Undertaker because that went on for a whole year, really. Well, over yeah. a year, didn't it? In the end, in a way. <laughs> okay. Two, two, two very good matches. Great reasons behind the matches in a weird way, or certainly behind the the repeat. Uh, yeah, it was, it's got to be in there. Yeah, whereas Sean, whereas Triple H, Undertaker, I think you're actually, I maybe even better matches, but I don't think it has the same storyline coolness to it. Okay, my so we got Michael's Jer- so we got Michael's Jericho, the Nexus, the original Nexus coming in, uh, Rock yeah. versus Cena, the emergence of the Shield, Batista versus Undertaker, and Shawn Michaels versus Undertaker. So the Undertaker and Michaels appearing two times. No, I'm sure that's no coincidence, but there you go. Not in the slightest, because they play their parts very, very well. So, Mike, number three. Our third list. Top, top six. All right. Uh, let me think. Uh, uh, no. Uh, just, well, I actually, I, I don't want to steal your idea, but I like your top six newcomers. I was going to say newcomers slash most improved wrestlers. 
Let's, well, do you mind if we go with that as, as a kind of dual one, if you see what I mean? It's up to you. If you want to guess, you're, it's your top six, Mike. If you want to go, the only reason why I said that is I'm sure there's a few wrestlers we can, might be able to think that were around potentially before 2007 um, in the WWE that, 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 may, uh, that, that have basically come up really, really well. But then again, I'm not sure. But top, we can, I, th- I think we could probably just fill top six newcomers. I think Tosh's Newcastle, if you don't mind me using your idea. No, of course not. And I'm going to go with the first one. Since 2007. Go with it. CM Punk. Oh, lovely thoughts. There you go. Because that's the odd thing with Punk, is that he's been main event since around that time, or maybe not far off. He debuted at WrestleMania 23 as one of yeah, the I've... gangsters. Uh, that uh, Well, didn't he? With the entrance with John he Cena. He did. I've seen it a few times. Yes, you go, bloody hell, there he is. And interestingly, he he got almost like an RVD cult type following in 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 the EC, when you know ECW TV was around, um, a bit like when yes, RVD did, went yes. to you know back in a, the uh, uh, Alliance Invasion era where RVD seemed to get this cult following and big following. I think CM Punk got exactly the same thing. And funnily enough, uh, someone else who I'm sure on this list got the same thing as well. Oh, you've really got another one in mind. Well, no, no well, well. He, 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 I've got lots of people in mind for this, but let's be honest. Who's the next obvious one? I'm going to pick one. Brie Bella. Get... No. <laughs> no. Fuck no. <laughs> She's not even as attractive as her sister. But uh, I don't. I know that's harsh, but I, I think it's true. I prefer Nikki. But yeah, uh, and that's what they're twins, for God's sake. Anyway, I'm going to pick someone who gets overlooked... But I think he's one of the best newcomers, if you can call him a newcomer, I've seen for a very long time. Okay. Damien Sandow. Yes. Damien, with Damien Sandow, you could kind of, it's hard to really say, is he a total newcomer? Because he was Idol Stevens for a few years in that tag team where Michelle McCool was loving life. And, oh, dear. But, yeah, was well, that Michelle McCool was the teacher? Yes, it was. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was that. That was a roundabout. Yeah, I, I think we can go with that. I think we can go with that. Well, okay. Well, I'd say Sandow when he first came in. I went because I've never seen someone new. Well, again, I don't want to say new. I've never seen someone take to a gimmick so easily and so well. That's true. That's and, true. And in the ring, he's pretty damn good. So I'm gonna go with Sandow. Excellent. Okay. I'm going to go then with the other obvious choice, Daniel Bryan. Come yep. on, it was coming at some point. Had to happen. Had to happen. I not much has to be said that hasn't been been said. Really, I mean, I mean, he's kind of like a he kind of like is almost a copy of how he rose uh, as, as CM Punk rose. It was really the fans that forced WWE to do it rather than anything else. And I think it was the same with CM Punk. Oh, completely. If there weren't, if, if the yes, yes, yes chance never started, Brian would be nowhere near the position he's in now. If... He's been totally, yeah, totally oh. carried by the fans, but thank God they paid, the, the, the office paid attention. Let's go back to the, all those all those manias ago. I think it was 28. Um, yeah. Or 29, no. I think it was 28, where he got beat yeah. by Sheamus. Within in 18 seconds. seconds. 18 seconds, yes. And everyone got behind him then. Do you think... In hindsight, in a very funny way, that was one of the best things that happened to him. It was. It's it's the same as um, 
it's it's one of those weird things where because wasn't there talk of I'm trying to I think I'm this out. It's like it's the same with, with Steve Austin being fired from WCW, being the best thing that happened to him. Yeah, one of yeah because if he if and also if he'd never gone to WWE, obviously he never would have come up with that famous Austin three sixteen so I just kicked your ass line, which obviously years later became incredibly important. You're right, and that beat that beating from Sheamus turned out to be weirdly, really weirdly, exactly what he needed. Yeah, because don't get me wrong, he was on the rise already as the champion, and I think I think the hardcore was obviously behind him, and I think the casually hardcore, let's say as well, were behind. But you know, you know, the, the main casual people that, that that tuned in may have may have not been. And what I think this did is, I think he would have been successful anyway. But I I think this basically accelerated him. You know, like like you know, put rocket fuel in his butte, so to speak, um, almost overnight, as you said, with the Stone Cold thing. Because I think even without that, there, I think there was no doubt that at some point Stone Cold would have been the big, you know, one of the big stars in the company. But that just 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 like that event at WrestleMania, just like the speech that Austin gave, it basically put a rocket up their ass, so to speak, and accelerated them pretty much overnight. You know, and also he was very lucky in a way that. The audience on the first Raw after Mania were a very hot crowd. And it continued as well, didn't it, which helped. Yes, but I think it needed the right crowd to start the trend, if you see what I mean. Yeah, they started the engine. They started the yes, yes. Exactly. So, But as you say, it really was like a rocket up his ass, for sure. It was, yeah, it's difficult to put into words the way Daniel Bryan has... People talk about, oh, the unlikely hero. And you go, yeah, that's usually false. With him, there's a tiny bit of truth to it. Yes, that's very true, very true. So, from Daniel Bryan, who is our next newcomer, Mike? The next great newcomer. Vladimir Kozlov? No. (laughs) No. Uh... For someone that that, that, that has issues getting out of the elimination chamber, I don't think this should be on here. I don't, I don't remember that. No, okay, fair enough, fair enough. Um, it, it sounds like a laugh, though. So I, <laughs> it's got to be someone I love very dearly, Dolph Ziggler. Oh, yes. The forgotten man, but every time he goes out there, he does steal the show. Also, I did find it amusing where he has a T-shirt that on the back just says, pull this off. I mean, I mean, what do we say about Do- about Dolph, Dolph Ziggler? It, I mean, he has good matches with bloody everyone. He has I good think. matches with everyone, he, and he was really, really over. Basically, he was the rocket fuel was there, the wick was there. All WWE needed to do was light the fire to big, almost Daniel Bryan type success for this year. But you know, on the other show, they could have done it, and they didn't. Yeah. And they basically dropped the ball. And I cannot, cannot work out why. No. And what annoys me about this is, at the end of the day, these people are a company that need to make money. I mean, you know, you know, they have shareholders. They are accountable to people. And once again, Mike, this is another example of WWE, for whatever reason, cutting their nose off almost to spite their face. I mean, the fans lose out, but at the end of the day, WWE are essentially, well, metaphorically, it's a burning money. Yes, they are. Aren't they? 
they seem to have this idea that they can de-push anyone to punish them because they can just create another star really quickly to put in their place. Yeah, and it's not the case. They've de-pushed no. Dolph Ziggler to, to, to the sense that I think l- most of the fans now, that especially casually watch it, still like him, but they think, oh, there's no way that this guy could beat a punk, could beat a Cena, or maybe yeah. even a Brian now. Where, six months ago, you would have said, hell yeah, I'll, be, I'll really look forward to that match. Six months ago, he was beating all those people. Yeah, That's the old thing. Remember when he beat when AJ turned and he beat Cena in that ladder match? I know. Remember uh, about this time last year? Good yeah, match too. Absolutely, abs- absolutely. And I think I mean I know where where they, for example, they pushed the Miz. Um, yeah. And it kind of failed, and I can almost understand why it, why it failed with the Miz. Maybe it was the wrong person, or maybe it was at the, the wrong time. I, you know. But with this guy, had they got behind him properly, he would have kept going and going, I think. Because it was a similar think... situation to The Miz, where he won the title, or, you, you know, or he was one of the number one guys. Obviously, yeah. get, get going, going, going into it, it just didn't really happen for them, despite WWE kind of giving Miz the chance. And I don't think, even, I think if Dolph Ziggler was given the same chance as The Miz, which he wasn't really in the end, I think he would have, he would have proven them wrong and, you know, done what Danny Bryan and CM Punk have done. That's an interesting thought, that. Because I, 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 I'm fine with The Miz. I'm very pleased. It looks like he's going heel again. Thank God! He needed that. Well, he, he, definitely, he definitely needed that. He's a much better heel than he is a face. Definitely, definitely. Some stuff writes itself. He definitely should have always been a heel. No, but he was... Carry on, Mike. No, no, but he's this... He's, he's, he's a bit like, you know, like he, he did the reality TV show or whatever. He's one of these people that gets underneath your skin that you would actually, he's, in terms of him being a heel, he's, he's a very good, dislikable character where you think, I just want to see him getting beaten up. You know, like, essentially, yeah. you know, kind of like the character that gets underneath your skin where you'll quite happily pay money for someone like John Cena or, or any or Big Show, basically, or even Big Show, to have a hardcore match where this guy just gets punished, you know? I see what you're getting at, yep. So and I, and I think I, I think the Miz could potentially this time next year be a legitimate champion as a heel if pushed right. Yes, I mean I I know you and I differ on the Miz because I can't work out why he was ever de-pushed. I don't understand. I don't. As I said before, I don't see what he did wrong. I don't get it. Um, Cannot work it out. But as you say, I think you do have a point. Where Ziggler, I think, would have he may have performed better in that role as the very top guy. Yeah, I, you, you may be right about that about that part. Yeah, but it's only it's, it's only opinion and conjecture. We'll never know because oh, it hasn't happened. Course, but yeah, but yeah, you never know. Um, so who's number five? We've got CM Punk, Daniel Sandow, Daniel Bryan. We've got Dolph Ziggler. Who's next? I, I, I mean, people we haven't mentioned, Mike Ryback being one of them. Yes, I'm not going to put kind him. Kind of, no, could no. be. No, no, I don't think I could put him. Um, it's, Cody, it's, it's, Cody Rhodes. He was my pick too. Yeah, Cody Rhodes. I love Cody Rhodes a lot of the time. I think he's great, and I think he's doing his best work now, as in, which yeah. is good because it shows he's in, he's improved. And I think he's doing his best work now, in my opinion, because they've given him the chance to do his best work. I don't think he's... I don't... He has got better, you know, in, in ring. But in terms of a character thing, they've actually now given him the chance. And I, I think 
I think you you could argue um, it's been there for at least a couple of years. I think he's doing his best in ring now, but my favourite period of Cody Rhodes was dashing Cody Rhodes. That, yeah, that was good. That, that was good, but I think it it didn't get the push it kind of deserved. I mean, he was it was almost dashing Cody Rhodes, but it was a, he was almost a character that the WWE would never going to take seriously. Well, I thought that I think they did when he did when he did the mask thing. With Ray, yeah, that was yeah, but okay. that was great, and I remember. But then it beaten. ended. Yes, I, I never worked out why. No, and he kind of even after the fact kept on using the mask as a gimmick, even after the feud. When you're thinking you don't really need to do that anymore, it's kind of over, and he kept on doing it, which I think didn't really help. Do I, maybe I'm being simple-minded in in a way or, or naive, but. He's also a guy where I think it's taken the WWE a while to realise how good he is. Yeah, yeah, it has, it has, hasn't it? And I don't see why he had that, that time in between where he was doing bugger all. I don't get it. No. But anyway, Cody Rhodes, absolutely. Which means... One more left, Mike. One spot left. And it's all yours. Well, I'm not putting him right back. <laughs> I'm not putting in Curtis Axel. He's no, he's he's. Well, I he's, mean, I mean, we've got people like we have got people like Wade Barrett. I mean, that obviously, yeah. that we have got people in the Shield. Any of the other, yeah. any of the any of the other Nexus members, people like Sin Cara. Um, uh, uh, you, you know, so there's still plenty to choose from, Mike. I'm gonna in that case I'm gonna pick someone who hasn't had the chance yet, but I think badly deserves it. Christian, no, no, I'm who? <laughs> Seth Rollins. Oh, okay. I really like Seth Rollins of the Shield. I think he's by far the best one in the ring that they, that of the Shield. He was Tyler Black in Ring of Honor, I believe. And I think when you actually hear him talk, he's very good. I think he's very good. I just think that WWE... I think he's another one where he needs the chance. Where Because there's a lot of focus on Roman Reigns, obviously, because of his signs. Mm-hmm. But I think in the ring, Rollins is streets ahead of him. Yes. I think Ro- I think, I think Reigns has the look, as well as the yes. size, you know, with, with, the, with, with the, the long hair, etc. However, I, I think Mr. Rollins, in the ring and on the mic, is just superior. I, yes, I go with that. I mean, they, they maybe that's why they work well as a trio, because Ambrose seems to be the very best on the mic of the three ish, and then Rollins is the best in the ring, and then Reigns is just this bruiser, almost like the Freebirds were, I suppose. Yeah, and I really hope, in terms of the Shield as a whole, I really yeah. hope they keep them together for at least another what a minimum another six months. But I'd, I'd still like them to be together this time next year, and then maybe break up at WrestleMania 31, for example. You know, but I think I think because then they're going to really establish themselves as the Shield. But still, three individuals, and if they win, and if and when they do depart, if they keep the Shield still this strong, even even yeah. my, my best part of a year down the down the line, they when they do separate. They are they are they are going to hopefully be three very solid single performers that that basically have um, um, mouth watering potential matchups with other people. I really hope so. They all have talent in different ways, but to me, to me, Rollins, I hope will be the standout guy. Oh, I think yeah, potentially. I, th- I think I think you know that's a very good argument right uh, about now. 
The only concern I have is at yes. any point WWE have this history um, of just dropping the ball and completely ruining it, which could happen. And there's a high chance of that happening to one of the three or two of the three in the next in the next year, unfortunately, as well, through no fault of their own. I can't help but wonder how long Ambrose would last on his own because they haven't given him much of a. I, uh, I, I, He's good on the mic, as I was saying, but so far, the only gimmick they've given him is Ambrose. Is He's a little off. They keep saying on commentary, this Ambrose is a little off. He's a little out there. Is that it? He's a little off. I know, and he's, he's good on the mic. It is a shame. And he, but he's the one that seems to be taking most of the pinfalls as well. Oh, is he? I hadn't thought I, of that. I think, I think he has, yeah. But we've got, I mean, we've got CM Punk, Mike, Damien Sandow, Daniel Bryan, Dolph Ziggler, Cody Rhodes, Zeth Rollins. I think, I think, I think that's a very good argument for for a top six. You can make a very good argument for other people that that we may have missed out. But there, but there you go. This is off the cuff, guys. But guys, that is our that is our top six in no particular order. Indeed. That's- all right. So, what else can we have, James? It's your, it's your, it's your. Um, now, your do pick? I go with a safe one or do I go with a bit of an out there one? Go with an out there one. See, I, I really want to say top six times that WWE has dropped the ball. Now, it's going to be similar to the top six worst things about about. Uh, uh, I mean, we could have a top six old Michael, uh, you know, worst things uh, about wrestling, which we still could have, Mike, but. And now the fu- the funny the funny thing is, Mike. Yeah. I look at our top six newcomers, and top six <laughs> times they've dropped the ball. I can already say Damien Sandow, Daniel Bryan, and Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, and that's three of them already. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, I see what you're getting at. I'm, I'm quite happy doing the top yeah. six times they dropped the ball, but I think it's 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 almost hilarious that the fact that that that. that I mean, are you in agreement that, that that's at least three of them? If we're going to do that, well, Ziggler definitely. I Sandow, think... yes. Um, Brian, you think so too? <sighs> okay, I think the only way we're going to have we, we could put realistically put Brian in is if if he gets to WrestleMania and and he's still where he is where now, as in not in the belt, not in time. Oh, I see. Good point. Yes, that's true. It's almost like a future prediction. I think unless events change. I think we got to put Danny Bryan in because he was the face of the company. They've made him look yeah. like a bit of a. They've made him lose each time to Rand to, to Randy Orton, and I don't think it's going to happen. But Mike, it's not impossible that a Dolph Ziggler happens and the crowd stop caring about Bryan because WWE has shoved down their throats so this guy's never going to win again. And I think I think there is a slight danger of that happening in the next six months in the lead up to Mania if they're not careful, which is why uh, I wanted to put Daniel Bryan down because I think to a certain degree they have kind of dropped the ball and they dropped the ball with him back in the days when he lost to Sheamus, got a rematch and still looked like a joke. Now, luckily, in the end, he ended up with he, he ended up with that very good storyline storyline with Kane. But they had a main eventer there and then, and they didn't go with it. And they've got a main eventer now, and it's a bit like they didn't really want to take him seriously. They wanted to go with the established stars, and it didn't really happen. I mean, you know, they swapped him for the Big Show at, at, at Survivor Series, for goodness' sake. Oh God, yeah, that's true. I don't know whether you want to put Danny Bryan in. I mean, I mean, I, I think at the very least, if we can think of six other times they've dropped the ball, which I'm sure we can, I definitely think he should be an honourable mention number seven. 
All right, so let's go with definitely Sandow for the money in the bank fiasco. I will definitely go with Ziegler because of his de-pushing. Let's see if we can come with four others, and if not, we've got one in Brian, if you see what I mean. Okay, I've got, I've got, one, I've got another one. Go with that. I wonder if it's the same one I'm thinking of. What is it? I'm thinking, and I, I, I don't know what it is, but I want about Shelton Benjamin. Really? I was a big fan of his. Now, but but is it a case of Shelton Benjamin just not being good enough on the mic, or or where in WWE's point of view, according to the reports, having have, having a, a lack of charisma? Not that's not from me, because I, yeah, yeah. I, I I think they probably didn't give him much of a chance. I mean, he had his mama gimmick. They made it that, that you know. Oh, made shit, him. They made gimmick. they made him look like a joke, and I think to the audience, it was very hard. I think from what they did to Shelton's character, for the audience to really take him seriously. Because of what they did, through no fault of Mr. Benjamin. They did a lot of damage to that poor man. Yeah, I, I mean, I honestly think it's a case of him going away for about 18 months, kind of reinventing himself and coming back. I mean, he was the gold standard, seriously, WWE. Yes. You couldn't come up with anything better than that. So I think I think absolutely Mikey should be in it. Shout out to Benjamin it is. Unless you can think of something even better. Well, I've got, I've got someone in mind. Go for it. Okay. Dropping the ball, Mike. Yeah. But yeah. they did basically they dropped the ball, but they kind of picked it up a year later. Go on. But I'm still gonna say they dropped the ball because they lost potential money scenarios. Alright, yeah, go on. Okay, Mike. It's it, we're we're going back quite a few years to the Royal Rumble. Ah I think I mm, Alright, Royal Rumble. Randy Orton. Randy Orton. The time was right for Randy Orton to lose to this opponent. The crowd wanted it. The crowd were absolutely raring to go, despite Mike Adamley getting his name horribly wrong. Ah, I see. I'm talking about Jeff Hardy not winning the title at the Royal Rumble. Even to have... And then basically going into, I think, Mania 25 to have a completely shit... That's the only way of describing it. Feud with Triple H. And they're completely rubbish. Rubbish. For the love of me. WrestleMania 25. I know they said 25th anniversary. But the 25th WrestleMania. Amazing. They made it. Quarter of a century. To have such a shit. Pay-per-view main event. Where it was these two people hated each other. They were. It was It was even a, quite an average feud. But, but and, and then they teased Vince McMahon being there. They teased Shane McMahon being there. But they kind of blew that on Raw when it came out. They had this man sexually assault Stephanie McMahon in, you know, um, Triple H's very own wife. And what do they do? They lock up. Anyway, all I'm, ah. sa- but all I'm saying is he was dropped basically for that feud that was completely crap and no one really cared about it in the end. Um, so I'm saying they dropped the ball with Jeff Hardy and they lost basically, I think, a ton of money going into WrestleMania. They did drop the ball with Jeff Hardy, definitely. I don't know if it was that specific match where they did, it, but they definitely He'd beaten def- Triple H did. for the, uh, Armageddon for the number one contender match, which was good, yeah? And he went yeah. there and, and everyone thought maybe he's going to win even just for a month and lose it at the Elimination Chamber, maybe. But the fact yeah. that he didn't win, I think, kind of hurt kind of hurt Jeff Hardy 
and and let's be honest, I think hey, had Jeff Hardy had won that time, I honestly think uh, with the Royal Rumble, the Raw after the Royal Rumble probably would have been one of the biggest Raws of that year in terms of viewing figures as well. Because not only have you got it coming off the Royal Rumble, but you've got a new champion, Jeff Hardy. And I think that would have been, for that year, record numbers of uh, viewing figures as well. And the idea of Jeff Hardy winning the world title could have brought a few people back as well. Uh, you're right. I mean, let's be honest. Social media was just starting. You know, Facebook and things like that was, you know, was yeah. was around. Twitter maybe not so big as it is now, but I yeah. think the word would have got around, and people, yeah, you're absolutely right, would have tuned in to see what was going on. I also have to wonder if Jeff Hardy had won, then rather than about ten months later when he won the belt for about a month, would he have stayed? I think he, yeah, he may, he may well have done. I mean, let's be honest. I think you and I, within about five, you know, within about five two minutes, could come up with 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 multiple different scenarios going yeah. into WrestleMania twenty five, where Jeff Hardy could have been at least in one of the big one one of the big main events, where people would have really been interested, you know, you know going in and watching it. Where would Jeff Hardy? He he sort of peaked at the wrong time, I think. Yeah. He peaked at a time in wrestling where the audience had depleted a bit. And as you say, Triple H, Orton and Cena were kind of ruling the roosts. Yeah, but he was always modest at the top. Sorry. No, yeah, no. I was, no, sorry, I was thinking, sorry. I was, <laughs> that's fine. I was thinking about it as well. Um, yeah, okay. <laughs> Very good, Mike. Um, I think you're right. He, he did kind of peak at the wrong time. when uh, I mean, that Triple H obviously wanted that, wanted that very average feud along with that. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I can't get angry about it. I'll have a heart attack again. But along with that rubbish match of Mania. Ah, oh, Randy Orton. He's as dull as ours. <laughs> Randy Borton, Yes. Um, Randy Borton. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, so are you in agreement? They dropped the ball with Jeff Hardy. I think. I am in. I am in agreement. They. Yes. They kind of. They kind of did. Now, I. I also. Who's. Who's. Who's your number five? Well, let me see. I, Do you, um, uh, we could also talk about TNA in our lifetime. I know we, we don't really, but uh, uh, we, we could always add TNA into this. That's true. Yeah. Yes. We, I think we should really because, yeah, we probably should because TNA, obviously, they, they, TNA dropped the ball with everything. So we should, should we put TNA in everything? Just put the TNA as a thing, yes. <laughs> I think TNA... <laughs> TNA... I, I, I've just put TNA in there. Because <laughs> they have dropped the ball with T- everything. TNA with everything, bracket Samoa Joe. I think they need to be in there, yeah. Yeah, Samoa Joe. Uh, it, it's a bit... It's almost mirrors the Jeff Hardy situation, meaning he won the championship a year too late, almost, you know? Exactly, exactly. Alright, so, so far we've got... Devin Sandow, Dolph Ziggler, Shelton Benjamin, Jeff Hardy, TNA, in brackets and capital letters, Samara Joe. And we still got Brian in the wings if we need it. But there is one that I really... Yeah, I think. I think Brian is maybe a bit worse than Benjamin, you could argue. So let's put Brian in for him. Okay, we've made the case. Daniel Bryan, right. There you go. That's our our six. No, 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 no. Oh, you're swapping... I'm swapping. Oh, okay. Because so. there's one other I really want to put in that What's I thought that? could have been fantastic. 
this was I've said about it before. That I just I, I don't know if anyone else gonna agree with this, but I just think it was a big one. Festus. No, not Festus. Oh, <laughs> oh I mean Luke Gallows, yeah, him. Um I, I'm gonna go with when Triple H first became the COO or EO, whatever they kept changing their mind, the EIEIO. Yep. Started ruling Raw, Kevin Nash, all that weird shit, and said there was some guy behind the scenes taking over. Who's going to be? Who's going to be? Who's pulling the strings? And that never happened. Okay. I like, yeah, I remember that. Everyone got excited about that. And yeah. Especially <laughs> me. See, it never did. Yeah. Oh, Nothing ever happened, did it? No. So my that's my big choice, is the Triple H in charge, Kevin Nash... John Laurinaitis, who was awful. What the hell's going on here? Bye. It was very strange. Excellent. <laughs> WWE dropped the WWE up at slash TNA. <laughs> dropped the ball. <laughs> right. So that was uh, that the th- was. Hang, yeah, that's so what it. We th- okay, Damian that- Sandow. Yes. Dolph Ziggler. Jeff yes. Hardy. Yes. An entire wrestling company. Yes. So Daniel Bryan and then Triple H. That's our yes! 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 Okay, um, your turn, Mike. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so, how, 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 is that four we've done That's now? four till we've got two to go. Okay, fine, two to go. And, yeah, okay, that's so, a... Um, and the, we have the option of the five and a half for a laugh as well. Five and a uh, half for a laugh. Yeah. All right, fine. I'm going to go with, shall we just go with a big one? You're going to go with the top six wrestlers, aren't you? No, I'm not. That's your one, I, okay. I believe. Oh, well, apparently that's my one then. Okay, that, that's that's the sixth one. What's this one? So that's what, that's what I thought you had in your mind. Well, yeah, I, I, figured I, I figured at some point, I think we'll be cheating the listeners if we didn't have that really, would we? Well, then I'm going to go with top six matches. <laughs> okay. The big ones that we can really remember, you know? Okay. Your shout first. This is just a personal thing. I've always said one of my favourite matches of all time was the John Cena versus Shawn Michaels match at Raw at Earl's Court London. Oh, the hour long where you were there. You love that one, don't yeah, you? I have yeah. to put that in. I have. Maybe it's. I don't. And I don't think it's me being biased because I think no one expected a raw match to go for more for an hour, did they? No, no one at all. I think it was just because someone didn't make the trip or something. Um. Yeah, I think. I think the Randy Orton Edge match got cancelled as well. So. And oh what, yeah, that was it. Yeah, I can't remember why. And I think what made this match so good, it wasn't an Iron Man match where you just pay attention for the last ten minutes almost. You know, it was just generally yeah. a, a, a two and fro match, and it had a fantastic ending where basically John Cena fu'd um, Shawn Michaels, but Shawn Michaels yeah. landed on his feet and then switched your music straight away, and that's how Beautiful. it ended. Absolutely stunning Beautiful. ending. There you go. That, that that that's definitely in there, Mike. What's yours? Brock Lesnar versus John Cena in Extreme oh, Rules. Oh, that was one of that. Absolutely. Stunning. I was and, thinking about it today. What a match. And what a unique match, which hasn't been equaled in terms of its, its well, uniqueness or, or, or its style. And yeah, I think the fact yeah. that none of us knew really what to expect for that match. And we were very surprised. 
And it, it, it told a good story. It was just a fantastic... Uh, it was the, the match. I think it was our match of the year that year as well. It was, yes. It was just brutal, but you only, but barely any weapons. You didn't need them. Yeah. It, they, it was just sheer brutality, but it was purely about the men, if you see what I mean. It, it was. was epic. Loved it. Loved that match. One of my favourite ever. I'm going then I'm gonna go with um the match that saved WrestleMania one year, Michaels versus Undertaker, the first one. Yes, I Because all the rest was, I, have been copies. In a way. I mean Yeah, that's so. yeah, in a way, that's true, yeah. Well I then am gonna go with another personal favourite of mine. Yeah. Undertaker Triple H, Hell in a Cell. With Sean Marks as the guest referee. That match I just Ah just amazing. That's WrestleMania 29, wasn't it? Yes, that was. The, the most oh. recent one, I thought, was just brilliant. Those that's two four, matches are in very high esteem for me. I'm going to go then with... This is... Uh, I might be being biased here, but Chris Jericho, yeah. Shawn Michaels ladder match, No Mercy. I thought that might be in there, yes. That is also a very good match. I can't remember much about it now, but I remember, I remember loving it at the time. And I'm pretty sure, sure that won match of the year in a lot of awards as well. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, marvelous. And you've got the last. You got the last say, Mike. Oh hello. I'm trying to. Th- mm. I would like to have a Brian match in there, but all of his are really good. So I don't know what one to pick. I think you know what. I think, despite the ending, I mean, you could make a good case, especially considering how injured the other guy was, for John Cena, Daniel Bryan at SummerSlam. I think that lived, it, yeah. that, that, that definitely lived up to the expectations and had, for, for five minutes anyway, the lovely finish. You could argue that, and I see what you mean about because obviously Cena's elbow was absolutely fucked. But you wouldn't, to be honest, other than his big bandage around it, I think the match was so good, you probably, had he showed someone, you know, that casually watches Raw, they wouldn't have known. That's true, that's true. Let me think. There's going to be... Oh, God, this... Let me think. There's a couple of course when Jericho and Punk had a couple of very good matches. They did. They did. Uh, let me think now. I'm having trouble thinking, to be honest, at the moment. Uh, help me, help me! Any other, any other suggestions? Quickly, before I die. Um, don't die, don't die, please don't die. You sweetheart. Um, uh, Mark Henry versus Ryback. This is mania, no. Um. That is an option. <laughs> I don't know, Mike. Because uh, there's a... I, there's a myriad of good, of very good matches. And I mean, very, uh, very, very good ones. But I don't... I can't think of made that really made me go, ah! Uh, apart from when we've already said five that do. If you see what I mean. The Shield have had some crackers, but I can't a specific one. I'm struggling here, to be honest with you. Over the last six years, 2007 onwards. I mean, I mean, could you go in terms? We could always look at John Cena versus The Rock in terms of, in terms of the, the first time they had the match together, because it, it wasn't the best match in the world. It was by far the worst. I've got it. I've yep. got it. 
I think it only just is part of the right time frame. Okay. I could be completely wrong. You might have to help me with this, but the first match between Kurt Angle and Samoa Joe. Oh, yeah, it is in the time frame. That would do. Kurt Angle, Samoa Joe. Great match. We've got a great TNA match. one in the positive light. Hey, I know. It's wonderful. Oh, how could I have forgotten that? It shows you how much we don't think about TNA anymore. But absolutely, the first Kurt Angle versus Samoa Joe. In hindsight, would you have had Samoa Joe win now? Well, the first one? Yeah. No, no, I think Angle winning was right. What, beating Samoa Joe's unbeaten record? Well, someone had to at some point, and I think I think he was the right guy, because he was still sort of prime then, sort of. Yeah, they were, they were, they were really, weren't they? And, uh, but I, yeah. I think, I, and I think they had the other two matches, which, which were very solid, but I think they, they needed, like, a good gap between it, and, and maybe even set up for a, um, for a, uh, uh, um, oh, whatever their mania is. Uh, I forgot what for Glory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Title match. Well, that's what, what they should have done between the two of them next time. Yeah, that would have been cool. That would have been cool. Yeah. You know, like have you know for like, like a year down the line, like had a have another match where Samoa Joe won, uh, which he I think which he may have done down at, um, at one point for the um. He did. Yeah, yeah, and then and then have obviously you know the rubber the rubber match the third one a bound for glory where the tires on the line. But anyway, moving on. That is so we've got Shawn Michaels versus Cena from Raw in London. Brock Lesnar versus yep. John Cena from Extreme Rules. Michaels Undertaker WrestleMania 25. Undertaker again against Triple yep. H of all people in Hell in a Cell WrestleMania 29 along with. Shawn Michaels are the guest referee. We've got Michaels yeah. versus Jericho from No Mercy. So we have three Shawn Michaels matches and Kurt Angle versus Samojo. It's because Michaels is just wonderful. Let's be honest. At the age of 44, he was still having the best matches on any show he was on. Oh, absolutely. Okay, top six wrestlers. I think this might be our quickest top six. Go on. Well, Michaels... We're talking the top six wrestlers of the last six years, yeah? Yep, yeah, yeah. All right, let's... All right, Shawn Michaels, yes. Okay, who, who do you think else? See, I, I'm not... I th- do we... I, I'm, I'm, in, I'm, I'm inclined to vote or not vote for Chris Jericho because he's been a bit around but not around kind of thing, you know? And his last yeah. one wasn't particularly very, very good. We'll see, we'll see. Anyway, what's yours, Mike? But it's tricky because his previous run was brilliant. Hmm. The, the couple of years ago, we had Fusion Batista and, and Shawn Michaels, of course. He had a brilliant run. Those two or three years he was back. Okay, well, he'll be my third pick then. I'll, I'll put him in, but who's number two pick? He's number two pick. All right, fine. Uh, so we're in the top six wrestlers of the last six years. You see, I don't know whether to pick The Undertaker because he's around even less. But, but if you remember, this is from 2007, so we have... Undertaker, Michaels, Undertaker, Michaels, Undertaker, Triple H, Undertaker, Triple H in the cell, Undertaker, Edge, and we've got, obviously, Undertaker, Batista. Yeah, yeah, there is some truth there. Although, Undertaker, Edge, I never really got into, personally. No, I didn't even... No, it was... was, I liked the main event, but it didn't feel like a WrestleMania main event for that, that, you know. Exactly. That's exactly it. Anyway, we'll move away from that. Um, well, it's very difficult to argue against John Cena, let's be honest. Uh, yeah, very true, John Cena. But I think, if, if we're talking of the last whole six years, I'm going to be very selfish and say Daniel Bryan 
Good, Danny Bryan. I just love him. I just love him. I think you've got to mention CM Punk. Yeah, you do, really. Both as a, and also that title reign, you have to, really. So we've got, okay, we've got, we definitely in, we've got Michaels, Cena, Bryan, Punk. That's who the definites are. We've got two more. Fine. All right, are you going to go with Jericho? I, I probably will, it's, uh, unless I can think of something, someone else. I can't, really. Fair enough. Fair enough. In terms of, because I think all those wrestlers have made, a, like, unlike Dolph Ziggler, if you know Fault of His Own, but I think all those wrestlers have yeah. been given a chance and have made a big, significant impact over the years. And that's, yeah, why they're, and that's why they should be in there. For Shawn Michaels, amazing matches and feuds, to John Cena basically being the main event of all those years, to Daniel yeah. Bryan, the rise of Daniel Bryan and CM Punk against pretty much all the odds. Let's be honest. Yep. Yeah. To Good obviously to watch. Yeah, to Chris Jericho, he, kind of reinventing himself almost each time he's been there, and basically, yep. I think getting the best out of uh, out of the feud, he, the feud he's given. I mean, and having a passable match with uh, from, from having a passable match with Fandango to a, a very entertaining and unfortunately underrated match um, with CM Punk at Mania. Yes, very underrated. So which means the last pick. El Torito, come on down. Absolutely, absolutely. So, El Torito. <laughs> there we go, Mike. There's our top six. Got it. Chris Jericho, CM Punk, Daniel Bryan, John Cena, Shawn Michaels, El Torito. Uh, and we're... <laughs> okay. Having said that, I'm a little unsure about El Torito. Why is that then? <laughs> He's kind of a class on his own... He's a cl- so, so top top one wrestler that's involved with bulls. Me. Okay. There you, there you oh, go. All right. All right. We gotta pick something better than El Torito. All right. Uh, the top six of the last six years. Uh, uh, and, well, we all know we're not picking Randy Orton because he's fucking awful. We're not picking Triple H. We're not picking Triple H, no, because he's he's only been around for bits of that anyway, even if he wanted to. No, not him. Uh, no, not Vladimir Kozlov again, no. Not Santino Morella, much as I love him. Kurt Angle? He's crossed my mind. He's 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 been probably more than Samoa Joe because he's been allowed to. He's been probably the most consistent, really good performer in TNA since he's joined. That is that is true, actually. Maybe. My only concern about him is obviously because he's TNA. He's a little bit under my ra- uh, off my radar. I know, but I think what he did for the company going into and having that amazing feud with Samara Joe, I think he yeah. turned the company around. And I think had it not been for Kurt Angle, they would not have got the live Monday spot. Or it basically started the upward trend, didn't it? It got the ball rolling, to which TNA dropped it eventually anyway. But I think yeah. it, it was TNA's best chance at becoming a legitimate... Um, a legitimate challenge to WWE, and I think Kurt Angle really helped. The signing of Kurt Angle helped start that, and his consistency in matches, and the fact that he was really the top guy uh, until probably Hogan came in. Unfortunately, yeah, you know, um, uh, um, down there, it, I think that it did. Uh, it did turn the company around. Absolutely, I think to to the to the mainstream. I'm talking about. Do you know who I would love to pick? But in my heart, I can't. Who? Christian. I'd love to be able to pick Christian. 
because he should have been one of the top guys the last six years. You know what I mean? He, he did. It. Well, we could we 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 can uh we, you could always add him to the uh, TNA WWE dropping the ball. <laughs> but well, I, I know Christian was great, but when he came back to WWE, he had one great year, and now he's been bugger all for about a year and a half. Yes. So I'd say that's more up north's fault slash his injuries. Anyway, says I will go with Kurt Angle. I think you're right. You think so? Yeah. I think you you convinced me delightfully. Oh, and you. now, the five and a half for a laugh. <laughs> Mike's five and a half for a laugh. What category should we have for the five and a half? For Anything. A laugh? I think you could, I think we should just mention things and say why they should be in there. All right. Yeah. Fine. Uh, Mark Mark Henry because he's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Mark Henry. <laughs> he might be the one and a half. Mark Henry's the one and a half. I like that. He's the one and a half. So we've got f- yeah. we've got four left. Alright. Um I've got to put TNA in there again, Mike, I'm sorry. Yeah, there we go. TNA just, 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 it's just things that you laugh at. <laughs> I mean I mean I mean yeah, yeah. For some for, they, they they had it all. They so for someone they really that had it, did. And they completely fucked it up. Wow oh, dear about making some stupid decisions. Uh, Jack Swagger, just... No, I mean, let's be honest, I think TNA are probably the only company that can be given a billion dollars and completely waste it all in a year, thinking, what the fuck happened? Yes, I can see that happening very easily. And for them still to be exactly where they were before they got the billion dollars. And they could get through They could get through money worse than Paul Heyman. I mean, Christ alive. <laughs> that's, that's true. Uh, but they don't know... That, yeah, but they don't have to lie about where the money went, Probably in this case, but yeah, indeed, um, they just spend it all on older wrestlers and go. Be... I don't see what I don't see what went wrong, Dixie. I have I no idea. It will be plain to see to everyone, wouldn't it? But oh well, there you go, TNA. Okay, so let's go with the TNA. Mark Henry, who's one and a half. We got three spots left for things that we just laugh at slash what the hell slash I don't know. Santino Morella deserves a mention. Okay. Santino for basically having I, a horrible I, gimmick and keep on and de, 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 in spite of entertaining us. I'm yeah, I'm putting Santino Morella in as someone who I personally think could be so much more than he is because it, it's weird. Santino Morella with the world title, I don't think would be that bad. And I think it'd be hilarious. Do you remember that one time watch? when he nearly won the Elimination Chamber and the whole crowd was really behind him and he was the last man? He was uh, one was, of the last people. It was the Royal Rumble, left. yeah. Or the, or it, whatever, and, yeah. The, it was the Royal Rumble and it was amazing. It, the, the place was going to explode. Yes. Here's the thing. And also, if you put him on a talk show, he'd be hilarious. He would. I think he could be so much more than he is. There you go, there you go. The, the honourable mention of Santino Morella in Mike's five and a half for a laugh. Have you got a pick now? You got one? Have I, have I, have I got a pick? I, I can't know. You go again, Mike. I'm struggling to think of one. All right, fine. Na- Natalia Neidhart farting. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I, feel, I feel dirty just saying it, to be honest. <laughs> what a... Oh, no, no, that's not even a drop in the ball, is it? That's not even picking it up. Um, 
I mean, that's a shot. I remember that. There's a, joke a sh- in there. There's a joke in there somewhere, but I mean, <laughs> but I'm not going to go for yeah, it. I'm, yeah, absolutely. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure there is. Oh dear. And finally, James, do you want to see us off with one? I don't mean a fart. I don't know. I can't really think of one. I got five and a half, five and a half for a laugh. Well, I, we talked about it. If we're doing the... Fu- oh, no, no. I can't put Vincent Man versus God. That wasn't very funny. It was just odd. Um, well, ah! We, yep. Tony Atlas on the AW show, just laughing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah, I do. Yeah, just la- So fucking weird. Uh, yeah. And I would like to put an honourable mention, though, to uh, Ric yes. Flair, who's retired. For that retirement, and then coming back. Uh, and then ruining oh, it all. And then pissing all over it, yeah. Absolutely. Anyway... <laughs> <laughs> We've been around for six years, Mike, not five. Um, yes. There you go. Th- th- that's what we've learned today, people. That's what we've learned today. So, Mike... We've learned something very important, yes. There you go. Take, t- take us away. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, we at WW Pod bring to you our six-time, 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 six-time champion of internet radio... The person who started it all, whose phone has just gone off. The person who started it all, one of my very best friends, and someone who I'm very pleased I met on that day uh, at, uh, on the way to the TNA show, because it's given me a lot of fun since swearing at you people. I give to you the true champion of Dunno Pod, Mr. James Kelly. Oh, I don't know about that, Mike. It, I don't know about that. It takes two. It takes two. It does take two, but there wouldn't have been a two without you being the originator. Well, I can assure you, and uh, uh, get, getting all mushy, Mister Mister Mike. But but I wouldn't be yes. around. I wouldn't be around without without you. So I couldn't keep this up on my own. In that case, darlings, well, I'll simply end it by saying this: See you in the see you for another six years. Bye. Monday Night Raw, the WWE Sports Entertainment, Entertainment Entertainment, the state of Florida, the country of the United. Again! Yeah. 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 Yeah.